Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means shaking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your own reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Rejection, pain, and you. So rejection isn't fun. No one likes it. Uh, And sometimes I think that people feel like it's really only them that experience the true pain of rejection when I'd argue that it's anyone. It's certainly everyone I've ever met, whether it's people I'm sort of teaching who are just starting out as students or millionaires or billionaires. So I've got seven or eight solutions for you on dealing with rejection in the best way possible. Uh, and it's certainly something I've struggled with in my life. And I've taken so many things personally that aren't personal. Uh, and I'll share some of those with you as we go through the seven or eight solutions I've got. The first really important thing to say about rejection is it's never about you. It's always about them. People don't know what you've gone through your whole life. They don't know the pain. They don't know the things that are your triggers for um, feeling rejected and not worthy and um, alone and a failure. No one knows that stuff. So when they reject you, they have no awareness that all these emotions are going to come up in you. So they're not rejecting you because they don't know you your whole life. What they're rejecting is your pitch, the timing of your pitch, just the wrong time for them, uh, how you approached them. You know, maybe you were a bit Uh, forthright. Maybe you hadn't had enough rapport. Maybe you caught them on a bad day and on another day, things would be different. Um, So when you realise that rejection is never about you and always about them, you're able to not have the rejection affect the being of who you are. Because everyone is going to be weak and vulnerable if you take rejection personally, i.e. by feeling I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. But it's never that you're not good enough or you're not worthy. At the very worst, it's your pitch wasn't good enough. Your product wasn't good enough. You know, your timing wasn't worthy. That's the worst it's going to be. And so you have this ability to just brush it off because it's not you. It's something you did. You know, like you may have heard the saying, you are not your mistakes. You are not your failings. You are not a failure. You just fail sometimes. And this was huge for me to separate my failings from feeling and being a failure. You know, you are not the things you do wrong. You are not the things you don't achieve and the things you don't succeed in. You are not those. They are just daily events. Now, I get rejected a lot and I still don't like it but I feel a lot better about it. And I can honestly say the more I get rejected, the more successful I am. So um, I just celebrated today because I had my 100th one-star review on my book Money. Uh, That's a lot of one-star reviews from critics, trolls, haters, competitors, and genuinely, you know, fair feedback from some people who didn't think they got what they wanted from the book. 
That's a lot. And if I took that in isolation, I'd feel like I'm a failed author. But to, to have 100 one-star reviews, uh, I had to have 2,151 five-star reviews and 351 four-star reviews. So why should I feel in any way rejection from the, from the 100 uh, one-star reviews when I had 2,151 five-star reviews? Now, isn't it easy just to focus on the 100 one-star reviews, which someone pointed out is on one in, one in 21 re- ratio. So five in 105, I get one-star reviews. What's that? 4%. That's good. That's pretty good. Um, but we often don't look at it like that. We just take the rejection. Now, people aren't rejecting me when they're rejecting my book money. Because, in, in fact, a few people have said, I really liked Rob's book on like, leverage, but wasn't so keen on money. I really liked money and wasn't keen on, so keen on life leverage. People aren't rejecting me. They're rejecting the book. They're rejecting how they felt when they read the book. They're rejecting all their painful experiences that my book triggers in them. And that's a really important distinction. Okay. So I said earlier that everyone gets rejected. So if I'm going to list these, point one is rejection is never about you. It's always about them. Point two is everyone gets rejected. So stop feeling so alone. Stop feeling like you're a failure. You know, stop feeling like everyone else has got it easier. You know, everyone else is more successful. It's just not the case. Everyone gets rejected over and over and over and over again. Um, I think it was Wayne Gretzky said, uh, um, I do not score 100% of the shots I don't take. If you, I say, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. So to increase your success, you have to increase your rejection. So understanding the process and the importance of rejection will help you towards success. Um, so get rejected daily. Get rejected hourly. You know, some people who love you and appreciate you will still reject you every single day. Your children, you know, your partner, um, your staff, your clients. Um, so every day is a new opportunity to get rejected. And you can never assume just because you've been accepted once that you won't get rejected again. You'll get rejected over and over and over. OK, um, so I believe that success is intrinsically. For years, people have been asking me where I buy my watches. Many of you may know I'm a watch collector. I'm a watch investor. And those as an asset class have done me very well in the last 15 years. I have never shared where I source my watches from or my watch dealer until now. My watch dealer used to be a professional footballer for Manchester United, and he formed a watch brand called Broadwalk. And he sources the higher-end brands like Rolex, Audemars Piguet, Patek Philippe and Richard Mille. I trust him. I've used him for many years. And recently we've done a partnership. Hence, I'm inviting you, if you want to start investing in watches and protect your money from the banks and inflation, to check out Broadwalk. That's B-R-O-A-D-W-A-L-K. And the website is broadwalkgroup.com. The email is sales at broadwalkgroup.com. And please don't share this, but his number is 07496 878153. Obviously, only message him if you're serious about buying and investing in the higher-end watches. People have been asking me for years, and for the first time ever, you can get access to my watch team. LinkedIn cannot be separated from rejection. Imagine, uh, you know, authors. I believe Stephen King um, got rejected hundreds of times for his first book, Carrie, actually chucked it in the bin. Uh, And his wife pulled out the manuscript and said, look, no, don't. One more send out. And now, of course, Stephen King is one of the best authors in the world. Um, And if you look at celebrities, sports people, 
Um, you know, they've been rejected hundreds or thousands of times. And they just kept going and kept going and kept going and kept going until finally, 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 finally. Okay, then. Uh, number four, and this was a big thing for me about rejection, is that all rejection really is, is feedback. So your emotions are humani humanity's feedback mechanism. So your emotions are your reactions to your environment to keep you safe, surviving, evolving. Um, you know, basically away from threats and towards security. That's, that's what emotions are, feedback. Rejection is an emotion or feeling rejection, guilt, shame, whatever, embarrassment, um, feeling ostracized, alone, all, all linked to rejection. So rejection is simply feedback. It's feedback that, um, you know, maybe you push too hard, feedback that the timing was wrong, uh, you know, feedback that you maybe need to be a bit more cautious, um, more smart, um, you know, maybe you need to work on your own self-worth. It's all just feedback. So instead of seeing rejection as something painful and difficult, um, see rejection as feedback and, and work out what you can do to, I, I wouldn't say avoid rejection next time, because uh, avoiding rejection at all costs probably keeps you too safe and therefore will have a, a result on your success and your progress negatively. But I would say more, take the feedback on the rejection to work out how next time you get less rejection uh, or you get more results. So that might be the timing of your pitch. It might be the style of your pitch. Um, it, it might be um, taking a bit more time to understand the situation, whether it's dating or parenting or in your business. Um, Teresa's just written on the live feed, there is no failure, there is only feedback. Absolutely right. You, you learn or you earn. Uh, you win or you learn. Um, so if you see rejection as a lesson, as feedback, as a gift um, for you to improve every day, imagine how much more successful you're going to get. Now, the reality of rejection is as you learn to take the feedback and to improve whatever it is you're getting rejected, your reward is bigger rejection because the um, more successful you become, uh, the bigger the partners, um, fees, success, reach, impact that you have. Therefore, the bigger the slap in the face of rejection when you get it. So that's your reward. And I think sometimes many of us are feeling like, you know, if we can just get over this rejection, we'll never have rejection again. We'd have solved the rejection quandary. We don't ever solve the rejection quandary. All we do is have a, a bigger opportunity for more rejection, bigger rejection from bigger players um, in front of more people. Um, so really, rejection is always preparation for the next level. And I think that that is, um, it is a great gift um, as long as we see it that way. Um, I'm sorry if you were looking for to cure all rejection forever. Um, actually, there is a cure for rejection and that's being able to be gracious and grateful when getting rejection. Uh, even more, if you can be gracious and grateful when getting rejection publicly, that's actually the way you transcend all rejection. Okay, so the next thing about rejection, I think we're on point five here, which is why I did my funny wavy hand, is that uh, rejection for you is usually a trigger. It's usually stuff that happened in your past. You know, it might for me, it was when I was an overweight kid. It was, you know, when I, di I didn't get enough attention from girls or some really embarrassing rejection moments that I had in my life that caused such strong emotion that they almost burned a memory, an emotional hijacking in my body. Uh, and that's the same for all of us, I believe. So um, what is your trigger for feeling that, the pain of rejection? Try and work out where it stems from and then understand that 
what we're doing when we re receive rejection in the present or we feel rejection, we don't really receive it, we feel it. Um, what is happening is all the history and the memory and the emotions going back 10, 20, 30, 40 years are all being flooded into the moment. Now, that's not a reflection of the moment. That's a reflection of all the past experiences. But all the past experiences are not real. They're gone. Uh, in fact, your um, past experience in terms of a memory is just a memory of the last memory, which was a memory of the last memory, which is a memory of the last memory. So it's completely changed. So it's actually a memory of something that now is not real, that's completely changed from the actual original event. Uh, and for many people, it's from childhood. Uh, and in that regard, then, it feels... It seems such a shame that things that happened 30 years ago are still affecting our ability to put ourselves out there, get greater impact and reach and revenue and to change the world and to change other people's lives. It seems such a shame that things that happened when we're eight and 10 years old are still ruining those present and future moments. So each time you feel rejection, if you can go, oh, OK, I get this. This has triggered something. This has picked a scab from a long time ago in my life. This has nothing to do with now. I'm just bringing this into the moment. If I can just breathe. And accept that the past is the past and let that go and just enjoy the new current moment and not ruin it from my past by chucking and dumping all my emotional baggage in. You know, how many times do people get rejected and then they just spit and, you know, flip out and, and make the situation worse and overreact? And actually, um, we're changing, therefore, what the actual rejection meaning was. Um, you know, I've seen some people, if they have a bit of client feedback... They're like, oh, I'm sucking the client. They're going to have their money back. I'm never dealing with people like that again. Um, and, and it's like, you know, the smallest little thing could just make them flip out and lose their shit and overreact. And then, of course, that ruins it for the future. Uh, and then there's those feelings of guilt that come in afterwards and then it all compounds. So go back to your triggers. Understand that there was nothing wrong with that situation. There's nothing wrong with you. Forgive the people who put you in that position of shame. Forgive yourself for feeling the shame. Uh, and don't let it keep ruining the future. And there is probably some consistent triggers that have happened in your life, one or more, that keep cropping up over and over, and, ugh, flood out into that moment. Breathe, let those emotions subside, be grateful for the feedback and the rejection, learn to get better, repeat. Okay, um, so the next one, I think we're on six or seven, is be grateful. Uh, if you get rejected, that's feedback. I mean, it's far better to be rejected than from no one to say anything. Because whilst it's more comfortable for no one to say anything, you don't know what to improve if no one says anything. Um, so, you know, if I, I get quite a lot of rejection for my podcast, I go for a lot of guests. I've obviously had some huge guests, um, but there are others that I would like and I, I get constant rejection from them. Uh, and that, that is really great because I know if they reply to me, they've probably checked out the podcast. There, there must be some interest. They've been kind enough to uh, decline me, uh, usually politely. Uh, and I know that I've got quite a good chance of getting them if they respond to a no, as you know, with a no, whereas I've got virtually no chance if they never respond. So actually, it's far more positive to get the rejection than not. So I'm grateful for the rejection because I'm getting closer to the yes. And I'm grateful because I can learn. Um, and, you know, whether it is kind feedback or malicious feedback or, you know, fair criticism or trolling, there's always something to learn. Uh, you know, the malicious feedback and the negativity and the trolling the lesson for you to learn is, well, why, why is it affecting me? They don't even know me. So the lesson is, how do I transcend this and make this seem insignificant? How do I even thank them for it? And then, of course, the genuine criticism is, is the real gratitude because you're like, thank you for taking the time to share, to care enough about me to want to help me. Because, you know, a lot of people think that critics are haters. No, do not make this different. 
sorry, sorry do, um, do not make this mistake of thinking that um, critics are haters. Critics are caring individuals who have taken the time out of their day to give you feedback to help you improve. Now, sometimes they do that because they actually want to help. And other times they do that because you've, you've irked them a bit. But it doesn't really matter why. The fact is they've taken the time out of their day to help you. And your critics will help you a lot more than your fans because your fans will probably be more forgiving. And they'll always go, yeah, Rob, you're great, Rob. Thanks, Rob. Woo. And, and that's lovely, of course. But your critics will actually go, do you know what, Rob? You, you could maybe improve in this. Um, or maybe you were loose with your language. Or um, did you take time to consider this? Or, or this affected me. And, and if, if I don't tell you, you wouldn't know. So this rejection has, has huge lessons, which you should be vastly grateful for. Um, you know, like list out all the benefits that you get in rejection. It makes you stronger. It probably makes you more vulnerable. Therefore, you care about others more. Um, it gets you to think about the things that you could improve in your life. Uh, you know, it has many great benefits. It humbleizes you, which from time to time is, is a necessary thing. Um, and then finally, on the notes of rejection and you and how you deal with it is what you find hard with rejection. There are others that don't even feel that and find it really easy. We all have different trigger points for rejection. But there's someone in the world where you experience rejection. They love it. It's, it's playful to them. It's just a challenge to them. Um, you know, they, they bring it on. Give me more of that. So if someone else can learn how to transcend the rejection in that area, so can you. And I think being grateful for it, caring for others, taking time to learn the lessons, respecting others so that you refine your pitch and the way that you approach them, the continual and never ending improvement. Um, I think that that will help you transcend the areas in your life um, where you experience rejection. One final thing to reiterate then is there's so many people out there and this is kind of human nature. So it's not a criticism, but I'd like you to work on it for your benefit is they are letting their past damage their present and future because things that happened a long time ago, which cause emotional pain for them, they are dumping out into the present moment, which is ruining their future. So at the very least, when you feel those strong emotions, realize this is not now. This was 30 years ago. Uh, and just try and keep your cool. You know, don't go and post shit on social media. Don't blur out. Don't react. Don't fight back unnecessarily and change the present to then ruin your future. All right, cool. So I hope you think that's uh, a useful uh, podcast and piece of content. This will go live on the Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast. So if you're watching the live video, please just subscribe to the Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast. Um, if you're listening to the Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast and you're watching the live feed, I, I would like to say um, thank you for being a follower of my work. I'm very grateful. Um, my new supporter program has kind of gone wild. It's a Facebook feature. It's a new feature whereby for a very small amount of money, £3.49 a month, and you can cancel at any time. Um, from me, you get uh, discounts for future events. You get brand new exclusive content. You get a weekly Ask Me Anything. Um, I opened a WhatsApp group. It filled in 11 minutes. Um, where you get um, sort of um, regular motivational voice memos, et cetera, from me. From me. Um, we do random meetups through the year. So uh, I would just sort of um, strongly uh, recommend that you join my supporter program. I think it's the best supporter program package in the whole world. I've not seen one better because most people are just doing one piece of content a month and a bit of a discount, um, whereas I'm going all in on this. So somewhere on my Facebook page, you can find the sort of narrow rectangular bar which says become a supporter. It's the blue bar. It's kind of the color of the Facebook blue. So if you could go somewhere on Facebook on my page, Rob Moore Progressive, find that Become a Supporter button. Um, yesterday, I had dinner with about 20 uh, something of my supporters. Um, I invited um, uh, my supporters to a, a special event and I 
gave them the event free when everyone else had paid for the event. Um, so I'm trying to do great things, not just every month, but every week for my supporters. Um, and we're, we're creating this amazing sort of inner circle community with, with the supporters. So find my Facebook page, Rob Moore Progressive, and find the button, become a supporter and hit the button. If you're listening to the podcast, you need to go onto Facebook to do that. And if you're watching the live somewhere on this page where you're watching this live, you'll be able to find that become a supporter button. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, and remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything.